Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Where's the 30 yeah, for 30 on Phil Simms and Bill Parcells? No, Parcells era with the Giants exactly. would be fascinating. How can that not be a 30 for 30, Phil? Well, one, there's, it's, uh, it's a new world or an old world back then, so there's not video much of anything, and especially our interactions during practice. So his favorite, I always say this, Played under Bill Parcells for eight years. Of course, we had great success. And when he retired, I had to come home and check my birth certificate to see if my first name began with a P or an F. Because for eight years, I was F and Sims. F and Sims. F and Sims. It just it never ended. Well, you, can spell, you can spell Phil with an F, you know, depending. Well, I guess you can. Yeah. One, of, one of my teammates once said, you know, you should just write FS like Lawrence Taylor does LT. And I go, what? Excuse me, what'd you say? He goes, FS. I said, hmm, I thought. I heard you say that. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Yes, if you uh, live in the state of New Jersey, we'd like to pour one out for you, and we will be doing that later on in the week. As all of you folks in New Jersey... I've had the plug pulled on your indoor dining reopening plans for the weekend. Now, what will our own Ryan Rothstein do now when he goes back to the shore where he lives for Fourth of July weekend? Now, was were the restaurants open this past weekend? Open? They're absolutely packed. So Every now they're going to all bar. shut them down again? No, I see the the report, whatever you want to call it, says indoor dining, but all the restaurants and bars now they just moved all of their seating outside. Every bar that you pass down the shore is packed. Line around the corner, sold out, reservation only. It's, it's crazy. Now, let me read this statement. Let me read this statement from your governor, Governor Phil Murphy. This is from an hour ago. This is breaking news, eh? Update. Indoor dining will no longer resume on Thursday of this week. We had planned to loosen restrictions this week. However, after COVID-19 spikes in other states driven by, in part, the return of indoor dining, we have decided to postpone indoor dining indefinitely, Harry Mays. (laughs) And yes, we have been cautious throughout every step of our restart. We've always said that we would not hesitate to hit pause if needed to safeguard public health. This is one of those times. We also moved to pause indoor dining because of what we've seen in some establishments across the state overcrowding, a complete disregard for social distancing, very few, if any, face coverings. The scene we see in our newspapers and our social media cannot continue. How can you use a face covering to eat? The carelessness of one establishment cannot completely undo the good work of many others, Harry. We will not tolerate outlier bars and restaurants and, frankly, patrons who think the rules do not apply to them. They're the ones who ruin it for everyone else. Mm. There are no rules. Like where I am in the Atlantic City, South Jersey area, Uh there's no rules. It's just right? Yeah, just right. No (laughs) rules, just right. This is a positive for all the bars. 
I, I'm telling you, I talked to a bar owner I know, a local establishment. They're killing it right now because everything's outside. I get it. There's, you should be outside yeah. in the summertime yes. when it's nice out. That's how it should be. And the final comment, compliance isn't a polite suggestion. It's required. Mm. Selflessness, not selfishness. I ate indoors in Jersey over the weekend. Really? Yeah. You can eat, but it's just, let's say, capacity is 1,000. Capacity now is 250. You know oh, what I okay. mean? It's like 25%. Well, I thought it, it, it said he is. was going to, they were going to start allowing indoor dining on this coming Thursday. They were. Because but now, for the 4th of July weekend. I'm saying I already did it this past weekend. You, you can still indoor dine, but it's much lower capacity. Oh, I think okay. the plan was go back to normal. Oh, okay. I so now it's just remaining how it's been, which is still a bleep show. so there you have it one person screws up Mm -hmm. everybody else pays the price it's like when you're in school the one kid's a strapper and starts doing stuff and then everybody has to stay after for detention they they can't go out for recess exactly right They punish the fair, entire classroom. It's like military punishment. Yeah. Meanwhile, basically. I believe there are thousands and thousands of people once again marching this weekend all over the country. But that's outside. That's what they'll say. That's outdoors. But those people don't get the Rona. But anybody, it's only people who are indoors that get the coronavirus. I, I don't, how many times do we have to explain? The this idea, coronavirus is very intelligent. The, yeah, well, it's the, the idea is that if you are outside, your your risk is a lot lower. Yeah. So. I'd rather be outside. Me too. Well, we can't do the show outside. No, I'm, I don't mean the show. I mean to eat. Most of the deaths come inside, not outside. But they're not coming in restaurants, I don't think. So anyway, I'm glad I don't live in New Jersey. I got enough of our problems in my state here yeah. in Pennsylvania. It's bad enough here. You're damn right it is. We're like in the Bermuda Triangle mm-hmm. of suppression. You've got New York... You got Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Four states. The trifecta. It's a it's a superfecta. Oh! It's a superfecta. It's it a super. What does it pay, Tony? It What's pays super- nothing. It's a superfecta <laughs> of suckiness. I'm going to call it officially the superfecta of suckiness. Oh, that's another T-shirt. We need to have like all the states and then say superfecta of nothingness. It's ridiculous, man. Again, I'm about safety. We don't go out without masks. So don't come after me, all right? I'm not violating your rules. I'm not going to get you sick, and you're not going to get me sick. (laughs) Now, if I do uh, start passing gas here, Harry, then all bets are off. (laughs) Just keep it over there. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to turn. Where's the fan? I'll just redirect the fan back at you. Ice rink, our buddy Jeff and I. Is Superfecta of suckiness the new Mount Rushmore, Harry? (laughs) Because there's four. You know, how many you have to have in a a Superfecta? (laughs) How many are on Mount Rushmore at this hour? Four. Yeah. What happens if they take one off? Say they take off. Uh, well, didn't they? They, they want to get rid of Teddy Roosevelt. He's on there. Yeah. So then they're down to three. Right. Then what do we do on sports radio shows when we try to come up with the top three? That's going to make it even harder. What are the other ones? Washington, Lincoln, and Jefferson. Yes. Is there the yes. other three guys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's out? Teddy'd be the first one out. Right? I'm out right away, Harry. I'm out right away. Meanwhile, we got NBA stuff to talk about, Harry. Did you we know, by the, the way, it was supposed to be five. Did you know that? No. Who yeah. Was, what did they there run out There was supposed of? to be a fifth one up there, but the, uh, but one of them crumbled, and they weren't able to do the— They didn't have enough uh, rock left up yeah, there. Yeah, and so they just did the four. So who was it? I forget who I was supposed to be the fifth one. I think it was Trump, but they, yeah. they, they were looking <laughs> way ahead. They knew back then that Trump would be— They were forecasting. Be, they were forecasting Trump would win in 2016. Right. Before people went nuts. Now, superfecta of suckiness. Do you have to? Does it have a large takeout? Do they have a large takeout? <laughs> superfecta of suckiness. <laughs> anyway, how are you ready for NBA? Yes, I am. As you know, I had the uh, countdown clock is in effect. The NBA resumes. 6.30 p.m. on July the 30th, Tony. How many days, hours, minutes, and seconds is that, Harry? That's uh, 31 days, 2 hours, and 23 minutes. Boy, 31 days. We could have our second and third wave by then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now think about how much the world is going to change between now and 31 days. Now, how about now and Friday? Think of how many news cycles we're going to go through. <laughs> News cycle changes every 12 every, hours. Every couple of hours. But July 30th, Harry, I know you've been waiting for this. 
and I'm surprised that they have the opening night feature. Zion and your Pelicans taking on Patient Zero. Rudy Gobert and your Utah Jazz. Yeah, and I saw something today that Gobert is saying that he's still feeling the effects of he the coronavirus. He can't smell anymore. He, can't, he doesn't have a sense of smell. So he could play golf with Ian Poulter. Exactly yeah. right. So there you go. There's right. one positive. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. See, that's the, that's the kind of show this is. Yes. Smilla didn't have a sense of smell either. Wasn't there a dumb movie called Smilla's Sense of Smell? I'm not making that up. It was like one of these slow-moving, like, sappy. Is Joe C. aware of this movie? He's shaking Joe his C's head. Joe C. has got no. Smilla, S-M-I-L-L-A. Smilla, Smilla sense, sense of, of snow. Oh, sense of snow. <laughs> Much of she doesn't have any sense because she took snow, which is short for cocaine, and then it burned out all of her senses in there, her sense of smell. Okay. Wow. No, I never heard of that movie. Not smell bra. No, that's a different <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, and of course, the Lakers are uh, yes. almost done with their deal, bringing in J.R. Smith. To exactly the right. J.R. Smith. So the, the Lakers, of course, on the opening day, July 30th, LeBron against the Clippers. They had to put that in the first well, of course. batch, right? And Spe then July 31st, six games, the race for eighth. You got the Trailblazers and the Bucks, and then August 3rd, Zion and John Morant, mm -hmm. who's posting things on Twitter and then gets a break because he's an NBA player and nobody will come after him for posting that stuff that would get other people fired. Good for him. Top two pick. So he's the number one pick, Harry. He's the top pick in the draft. doesn't matter what he does. He gets passes now. That's how the world of equality works right now, the world of justice. Two Harry. big young stars. With the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. Yep. Okay, what's the next game then? Then August 6th, they go all the way to the Beard, Russell Westbrook, and the Super Small Rockets. Oh, play. okay. And then there's other games too, but I'm too bored to even think about it right the now. The Sixers play the Rockets too in one of the, the final games of the eight-game schedule, right? The Sixers have one of the easiest schedules. Yeah, they do. Yeah. they got Phoenix in there. I think Washington, right? Phoenix, Washington, Orlando, Orlando yeah. Fultz and Simmons, the battle of layups. You know, it's going to be yeah. some, some good games there. Tony, did you watch, speaking of the Lakers, did you watch the decision documentary last night with your boy? I'm glad I didn't know it was even on. I didn't know it was even and on. And I Come thank on, God. No. I was doing my taxes down here until midnight last night, so I didn't have the TV on. I had to focus. But ladies and gentlemen, let me get this straight. Obviously, ESPN, you know, is putting all the – and the 30 for 30s are normally great. So they had to put something with LeBron in because LeBron's been out of the news for like 24 hours. And you can't go 24 hours at ESPN without any kind of LeBron news. I believe it's in the contract that they must have LeBron news. Whether there's no news or any news at all, they've got to manufacture news. So the worst – decision show in history of the NFL they turned it into an actual decision show which sucked but not as much as the actual ESPN decision show that somehow according to this story you know where the decision came from Harry no not from the commissioner not from LeBron's agent not from D Wade not from Chris Bosh not from the guy who runs the fog machine down there in Miami mm -hmm. arena it came from a 38-year-old Detroit Pistons fan, for some reason, wrote a little note to the mailbox of Bill Simmons from The Ringer. Mm. So he said to Bill Simmons, hey, I got an idea for a TV show. Because LeBron, I mean, he's the NBA. We have to have a show. And then, of course, LeBron jumped in. You know who else jumped in? Who's the guy who hosted the show? Oh, yeah. What's his name? Longtime NBA sideline reporter, yeah, a friend. His name is on the tip of my tongue, and I can't get it. He's the guy who interviewed Pete Rose yep. and then got into a big brouhaha mm -hmm. with Pete. He was involved in it. And guess what happened? They did the decision. D David Stern didn't even want the show on. Anybody who had any common sense said, this is a stupid idea. Mm -hmm. Hey, but let's listen to a 38-year guy who's a Detroit Piston fan, and the Pistons have sucked for how long? They haven't been relevant since the bad boys. No, they won a championship in, what was it, 04, 04. or 05, yeah, somewhere around there. I remember that team. With Rashid Wallace. That's right. And that's Ben right. Wallace on How that soon squad. we forget. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Jim Gray was the host. Jim Thank Gray, you. yeah. that's Jim Gray hosted yeah. it. 
And, and I've been saying, when I saw that show, that's when I finally had, had enough of LeBron. That's when I really turned on LeBron. It was an absolute embarrassing. It was, it was so embarrassing. It was more embarrassing than farting, teeing off at the first tee at the Masters. I mean, who hasn't done that? It was the worst decision ever made. The decision to go to Miami wasn't dumb. No. The fact that you needed a television show, and you had people promoting this farce, and then you had these clowns coming down in a fog, coming down dry off a ice. stage. Well, that was, that was at their pep rally in Miami. That wasn't the decision show. That was after, a couple of days after. That was, yeah, at, was, that was in Miami. Events. That was a separate event. So and that's what? just a pep rally. No, the ridiculous. pep rally was almost as bad as the yeah, of decision. Of course it was. Yeah, and this it, is a honk. just a pep rally. Ryan Rothstein is the biggest LeBron honk out there, and no, he's ripping well, it. Well, he's an apologist. It. I know that. I'm not an apologist. Uh, maybe a little bit. But listen, that's besides the point. The pep rally where he's not one, yeah, not, not two, two but not three. three. Yeah. What other NBA superstar or team has ever done anything close to that it's before stupid. they stepped on the basketball It's when the NBA jumped the shark. It's when it jumped the shark. <laughs> That's what the documentary was attempting to illustrate. And it got ripped by everybody. Now, the guys at Barstool reviewed it, and uh-huh. I was reading that. And they were saying that it, the, the, the actual show had nothing in it. It had, like, writers talking about what they were doing. And Michael Wilbon sucking up to LeBron. Well, of course. I could watch it every day if yeah, I want to yeah, see yeah, that. I just turn day. on that. But I've... there was one piece of information that made it even worse than anything else. What was that? Whose idea was it to begin with? I said yeah, it. It was 38 a 38-year-old Detroit Pistons fan. And because but be- if a fan writes a letter to the show, we get we get we, we get, get rapper calls every day with suggestions. We get suggestions. We get Twitch emails, suggestions Twitch, every single yeah, day. Everything. Does that mean we're going to listen to somebody and say, "Hey"? Now, if it's a good idea, we right. listen to people and, and we we'll rip have, it off. And we have taken people's ideas and used it, right? Because they're good. Who takes an idea of a 38-year-old strapper from Detroit? And says, yeah, let's go with this. And then LeBron throws the guy onto the bus who came up with the idea? Because it was poorly received. Of course. Right. If you're LeBron, you need to bury this decision. Like, let's never bring it up. Instead, he makes a documentary and blames a Detroit Pistons fan. How I hate to do it to LeBron. That's so LeBron. I so hate to LeBron. do it. To, I got to do it to him right now. The real douche. See, you should be into this NBA season. You should be a Clippers fan for this. Once it short starts, season. I'll watch. But I'm not got another month, over a month to wait, Harry. I'm not waiting. How many more days? Thirty-one days. No, thirty-two more. Thirty-three no. more days. Thirty-three more days. That's a lifetime in 2020. We're coming back. We're going to bring in a man who understands this stuff. Only a lawyer can help us figure out this mess. It's Dan Lust, the official lawyer of the Tony Bruno Show. He's coming up next, so stick around. This is the Dan Patrick Show. The anthem wasn't a big deal. And then all of a sudden it became, it was a showcase because somebody was going to sing it. Or you'd have the flyover, we'd be able to show off the military. I don't remember when I was growing up that the anthem was a big deal. Where I'd go, uh, oh, this is a big ceremony here. But that was when I was younger. But now it is a big deal. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe you could get Jeff Probst to host Fight Island. I like it. Logistics aside, you have to admit it sounds pretty cool. It makes the NBA going off to Orlando seem kind of lame. And then you have Major League Baseball. Here you have UFC. They're going to take over an island. Major League Baseball, I don't know where we are. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? 
Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. Hey, folks, this is Tony Bruno, and you can now hear my show weekdays on Sirius XM Channel 211. You know me, I've been around forever, and I'm an essential service, along with my man Harry Mays, where we talk about sports, right, Harry? Yes, and even outside the world of sports, which unfortunately is the world we're living in right now, Tony. But we have fun doing it every day. So tune in for the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays, weekday afternoons, 3 p.m. on Dan Patrick Radio 211, and listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in your house. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. Ah, yes, indeed. It is the uh, Tony Bruno Show. Harry Mays. Everybody's in here. There's a lot of legal ease, Harry, and I hate you now have to be a lawyer to figure stuff out. Whether it's the baseball contract, whether it's the coronavirus, and all the uh, the stuff that goes in between, you know, opt outs and all that other stuff, Harry. Whether you could be high and be on Twitch like an NFL player over the weekend did. Uh, isn't 80% of Twitch's audience high? Not our audience. How do we? How do we know? You can tell by how they write. <laughs> We got a guy on here who's never high. You know why? He's got to be focused. He's got to have a laser, laser focus on the law, on the coronavirus stuff, on contracts, on everything that's now no longer about the games being played, but about the minutia that goes around the games that are being played. Not games people play. Let's go to Dan Lust, the official. Dan Lust Esquire, ladies and gentlemen, at Sports Law Lust, joining us right now to dispense some free legal advice. Dan, how are you, sir? I'm good, Tony. Thanks for having me on. And, and Harry, a very happy birthday to you, my friend. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. Now, we should get Harry a, a gigantic sack shack, a delicious 66 slice of pepperoni pizza. What do you think, Dan? It looks pretty good. It does look yeah. good. Uh, I'll broker that deal, guys. Just give me a little, uh, maybe one slice is my commission here. That, that, or, that or a Popeye's chicken sandwich, because well, I haven't Rob, had one of those guess yet. That's where I went Friday night after the show, Robin. We walked over. Robin and I got Popeye's. And you got another one, and Robin had her first one? Is that No, what? Robin's had one before. Oh, yeah, did? This was her, like, third. They are very good. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Dan, I know we're talking food here, and you're making me hungry, Robin, so let's get down to the business. I know you're writing a lot of stuff. No, I mean, yeah, listen. He's not a typical lawyer always trying to get a piece of the slice of the pie. Dan comes on here pro bono. Right, Dan? That's true. That's true. I mean, I'll take a piece of Harry's birthday cake, but, uh, you know, there's no money exchange here. Exactly right. And we love that. Now, will we be sued by the ACLU for having you work for us without any kind of uh, pro bono, without any kind of uh, fees? Uh, that remains to be seen. I mean, all these offices are shut down with the pandemic, so once, uh, once business is back in store, you never know. All right, Dan, we were talking before you, earlier before you came on the show today while we were getting prepared, and you said that uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about when you talk about law because we know the contracts, the COVID uh, 
provisions in all of these sports. We mentioned the MLS now has 668 tested since June 4th, and their positive rate is 2.7. The NBA's positive rate is 5.3. We're seeing now all these governors going crazy because of the spike in the coronavirus. So now from a legal perspective, do you see these sports leagues changing any of the existing language to deal with a possible second wave, so to speak? Yes and no. I mean, I think the, the important part, before, like, kind of hysteria takes over and, you know, people are demanding that these leagues cancel the season, you kind of have to keep in mind that across the world we're not having these conversations. There are guys testing positive in the English Premier League and the league is not shutting down. Um, and, Tony, those numbers that you kind of cited, that's pretty much across the board just been universal, you know, positive test rate around 5%. So I don't think there's anything unexpected that, that the leagues have seen at this point. Um, I think that's important to keep in mind. And, and Adam Silver, uh, you know, recently Woj reported this, that the NBA is expected to withstand, I think they said, a small or otherwise expected number of tests. So from what we've seen thus far, right, I think 16 positive tests out of around 300, that's pretty normal. So nothing's really changed in that sense. Um, the only thing that, that may have changed, and may have changed the equation somewhat, uh, is this, we'll say, shortage of beds, shortage of supplies in Florida. And that's just the nature of the beast. They picked Florida. Florida's spiking at the wrong time. So just kind of one breadcrumb to leave you with. Uh, as they say in the law, guys, what you say can and will be used you again in a court of law. Uh, Adam Silver not so long ago said that the NBA would not come back until there were sufficient tests in the public sphere. There was full access to public tests. You know, he wanted to be humanitarian, and he was applauded for it. The problem is now when it comes to the NBA, Florida is dealing with a shortage of COVID supplies, right, shortage of beds. Um, so that's kind of a whole other animal. Uh, and the last, last we heard from you know, Adam Silver this past week, is that if they continue to have this many tests, there is a version of the NBA that can get shut down. So, um, you know, Adam Silver has obviously been getting high, high grades for all of his handling of COVID, but uh, I, I think at the end of the day, Adam, Adam Silver might say to himself, you know, I'm the humanitarian at the end of the day. Maybe it's not my place to come back in Orlando while these guys are spiking. Dan Lust joining us now. we got the NFL players are down there. I saw Deshaun Jackson's working out with Jalen Hurts. Tom Brady's out there working out without a mask. And so... Uh, the, the rules are not being applied across the board. you got the governor of New Jersey now shutting down uh, outdoor dining for the 4th of July weekend. It seems like these rules, nope, you, you, need like a, you need a guidebook to figure out wherever you're going what the rules are now. And now there's talk of making it mandatory that everybody wears masks in the entire country again. Not that it was mandatory before. Now you've got people saying Trump should have an executive order to have everybody wear masks now. I mean, the, the funny thing is, Tony, that no one really cared about social distancing laws when people were protesting in the streets. I think we just like, forgot about them. Yep. And then, you know, and for, you know, mind you, for a good cause, we can support that. But, you know, it's not really a coincidence that we're seeing spikes around the country in some of these same areas. It's, it can't be a coincidence, right? We have social distancing laws for a reason. And I mean, uh, back not maybe about a week ago at this point, Liverpool, uh, you know, clinched the EPL championship. And the police had to call, you know, the police had to be called on the Liverpool fans because they were in the streets partying after hours, you know, obviously no social distancing. So there's no real way to control that. And I think from a, a legal perspective, guys, it's important to know um, there's something called federalism in this country. You know, if, if, the, if Trump would have stepped in and made some national policy, the states couldn't have these different, you know, different versions, different risk tolerance, like you see in New York versus Florida versus Philadelphia, Texas. Um, but absent some national policy, we're still going to have this COVID spiking in different states at different times because of, you know, the way that this is being treated. So Again, absent some type of national directive, we're still going to see different states lagging behind others. And I think, you know, that maybe there's a competitive advantage that comes of it at the end of the day. Yeah, in different countries too, Dan. Of course, with baseball, uh, you know, and hockey, you got teams in Toronto uh, that, uh, well, at least the Blue Jays, you know, wanted to play in their home park in Toronto. And I, I guess they're going through the legalese of actually making that, making that a, uh, a reality. What, what goes into that? So I know they're looking at Dunedin, Florida, which is their spring training site, and, and uh, Buffalo uh, is, is another option where they have their AAA team. So, But, you know, it, it remains to be seen what's going to happen. I mean, in the NBA, it's just the Toronto Raptors, obviously just the Toronto Blue Jays for baseball, but um, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. There's still laws to cross the border. You have to quarantine for a certain amount of time. But if you give the Blue Jays, you know, a, a month to sh set up shop in Buffalo, Dunedin, Florida, if there's no fans at the end of the day, does it, does it really affect the game? Right. Um, and, and this is what I was kind of, you know, mentioning to Tony offline. The, the part that I'm very curious about uh, as a better, as just kind of a sports fan, we've always kind of factored in, right, like for football, you know, two and a half, uh, you know, two and a half points for the home team, 
or one and a half runs for the home team, there's no fans, right? So mm-hmm. Toronto is going to set up shop in Buffalo or Dunedin, Florida. Does it really affect the line, right? I mean, is it just really a neutral field for everyone if there's no home fans? Um, so I think that's just important to keep in mind. Uh, and I think just an interesting note that I'm kind of watching, uh, you know, I, I and I'm sure like you and a lot of your listeners placed a lot of futures bets at the beginning and obviously during some of these seasons. Um, we're walking into a landscape that's going to look nothing like when we place these wagers. So as much as you might have liked at one point, right, the, uh, you know, the Yankees with their loaded lineup, mm-hmm. in a 60-game season, it's probably one-third as important to have that much depth. So, you know, important. There's no relief coming from the sports books. They're not, they're not so quick to, you know, give up that money so quickly. Uh, so it's kind of important to watch. Hold your tickets and hold on to your seat because it's going to be a little wild ride. Yeah, the 60-game season in baseball especially is, yep. is a, a unique animal because it's a lot of times it takes more than 60 games for the, the cream to rise to the top, so to speak, like it did last year with the, with the Nationals. So you could be getting some teams that uh, you might not off. You know, think of of being in a championship situation. No, you're right. You, you play know? some underdogs here again. Yeah. Sixty games, as you mentioned, is not a full season. Not even it's a third of a season. Right. So you mentioned that the favorite should win, but they may not. Like the San Francisco Giants, I think it's a lively play here because we know. Well, you like Gabe Kapler. Gabe Kapler gets out of the gate. I mean, he finishes strong. <laughs> you know, it, it used to be it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Right. With Gabe Kapler, it's not how you finish, it's how you start, and that may help a team like the Giants. Whom nobody is picking to do anything. I, I don't I don't think that's wrong, and I, I don't think that's the wrong approach. We have so much unknown with so many guys opting out. I mean, even today we had our first three opt-outs in Major League Baseball. Uh, that's Ryan Zimmerman, that's Joe Ross, uh, and it's Mike Leake. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, and, again, this is important to note. I mean, I'm sure you guys hit this, but the Players Association very particularly asked for carve-outs for these players with pregnant wives. They were demanding this, but they actually didn't get it at the end of the day. They got a kind of a version of it, but not – full opt-outs as you would if you were a high-risk player. So, again, it's not rock. The biggest players in baseball have pregnant wives, and we know that the Players Association was really pushing hard for this policy. So my kind of, we'll say, legal advice, gambling advice, don't be so quick to put those futures bets on until we know who's opting out. This landscape could look a lot different. And, again, as, as I'm kind of saying, there's no recourse if your star player drops out. That's kind of just the assumption of the risk when it comes to gambling. Talking with Dan Lust, Esquire, the official uh, attorney. Now, I know you're you're spreading out there. I mean, they're not exclusive to the show, Dan. I, you spread your wings, and you're oh, not being utilized. Everybody, yeah. everybody has understood the greatness of Dan Lust. So I see him on there. He's on all over the place. The entire country wants this man. You know what? It started, Tony. You gave me a little bit of a rub, and then like I had the rocket ship just shooting off a, across the country. Um, so listen, I'm I'm loving coming on with you guys. It's always a pleasure. I think. Um, one note, guys, I wanted to make sure we got, because I, I know uh, I've been seeing it online. Uh, this Cam Newton contract, have you guys been hearing any pushback on this? this any, any type of red flag? Well, only from the people who think that he should have been paid more than, uh, than some stiff quarterbacks who signed Chase free Daniel. Agents, like Chase Daniel, yeah. other guys. Joe All these guys, well, Flacco, a lot of guys signed contracts more. at the beginning. And now, of course, the same players who always want the players to go get the most money they can are now upset that Cam Newton's playing for the minimum, but he's got tons of incentives in there. Why? Are you hearing red, red flags legally? Um, I am not hearing red flags legally, but maybe you didn't know this about me, Tony. I was briefly at a baseball agency, so I do have some contract negotiation background in addition to my, uh, my, addition, my, my uh, kind of well-versed legal background. I'm going to give you, Tony, just for your listeners, and Harry, we can say this is a birthday present. Ryan Tannehill uh, had a prove-it deal with Tennessee Titans last year mm-hmm. as a 30-year-old, the same age as Cam. Uh, and he signed a guys a one-year deal for two million dollars, up to four million in incentives. Cam's deal, one year, one million dollars, up to seven and a half in incentives. So Cam uh, didn't play last year, right? He played two games. He's still coming off a major surgery, a Liz Frank injury to his foot. Uh, and Tannehill played that last year before the proven injury. So before we're, you know, kind of comparing it to Chase Daniel and grouping him in with Jameis Winston, why these guys are getting paid so little. I think Bill Belichick just looked at the comparable, most comparable guy in the entire market, Ryan Tannehill, from the year before, and said, "You know what, Cam? If you if you show up, we're going to pay you up to seven and a half. That's three and a half more than Tannehill could have earned." So, again, I think just objectively, I don't think anything anything weird happened, anything illegal happened. And guys, remember, this is the same sport where Ricky Williams, a top pick in the draft, signed for minimum a minimum contract with a huge incentive-laden contract. It's nothing illegal. It's all Cam's choice at the end of the day. And you know what? This is some proven contract. Hey, you got to follow Dan on Twitter at Sports Law Lust. But Dan, do you know any more of the specifics of 
of some of the incentives? Like, does he have to, you know, if he reaches an AFC championship game, things like that? I don't think it's fully reported yet. I think it's, it's basically going to, I mean, at least what's out there now is based off durability, how many games he actually plays. Um, but, again, it's not really fair to compare him to someone like Joe Flacco, Chase Daniel. Those guys are 33-34. I mean, this is probably the last contract those guys will sign. But Winston, Newton, you know, their values at a, at a, we'll say, a low. I mean, Winston just came off a 30-interception season. You can look at the touchdowns all you want. But Newton played two games and is coming off of two major surgeries. Uh, and one more, uh, you know, just comparison to Tannehill. Uh, Cam Newton, major shoulder surgery, uh, and same thing as Tannehill. So, at the end of the day, you just got to look at what the market is. They teach you in baseball, football, basketball. You have to look at what the market dictates. And the most comparable guy in the entire market is really Ryan Tannehill. And, and sure, Cam likes to see that as of, uh, you know, what, what Tannehill ended up signing for this past year. If anybody has a reason to be angry, it's me. I should be making the 3 4 $5 million a year that a lot of the big-name guys are. Right. Why am I not in that group? Why, why are people not out protesting and marching in the streets and looting and rioting for you on my behalf since I'm being held back by the man or the woman, whoever's in charge right now? Robin's not holding me back. I'm probably, I'm probably holding Harry's holding back. me No, nobody's holding me back. But, I mean, that's the argument. When I see somebody get a big contract, I don't say, geez, I should be making that much money. And that, the, the athletes, the Richard Shermans of the world, complaining that, that Cam Newton's getting screwed. This guy went to Stanford. This guy knows how it works. I can't believe he's out there crying about Cam Newton being screwed. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's some prove-it deal, and where else better to prove it than with Bill Belichick, who separately has something to prove, uh, you know, without Tom Brady on and this, this year, this which is supposed to be a rebuild year, all of a sudden they have Cam. So, I mean, you know, sports fans, lawyers, I'm just telling you, this is objectively a very valid contract from all things considered. And again, as if we were looking at Tannehill, where would you rather have your prove-it deal, in Tennessee, or would you have it with New England and Belichick? So I, I think a great situation for Cam, and he's got all, all the incentive in the world to you know, uh, really show everybody uh, and what he has. So, I mean, everyone's rooting for him. makes for a good story. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Now, Tony, just so that you know, everybody in the Twist stream, they're all ready to start rioting for you. I don't want any person, like, if you're going up to somebody's house with a gate, don't break in there and they come out with an AR-15 and a gun like the couple did in St. Louis yesterday. Did you see that? Now they're coming after those people, Dan, legally. Somebody breaks into your property and it's private and there's a gate and all these people break in to so-called peacefully protest, but they're walking up to your front door where they have an intention of lighting it on fire and breaking it up. Throwing stuff through your windows. Yeah, do the people who own the home who come out with guns... Do they have a right to protect their property from an impending potential bad situation? So this is a great question, and only because I can, I can tie everything back into sports, Tony. That's, that's a blessing and a curse. Remember when Tom Brady, uh, by accident, walked into someone's house in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Remember this from this past? That was so Byron Leftwich's house. It was his neighbor. His neighbor, neighbor yeah. I, th- I think he tried to go to Leftwich's house, right. but he walked into the neighbor's house. Right. So interesting, just uh, you throw it in your Google machine. There's something called the Castle Doctrine. If someone pops into your property, or God forbid, they pop into your house in the middle of the night, there are certain states, depends where you are, but you have certain rights in your own home, on your own property, that you wouldn't have on, on public property. So this castle doctrine holds that you can defend your house as if it's a castle, and it gives you a little bit more rights to use certain degrees of force. You can imagine what they would be. So uh, and by no means, if people come onto your, your property and trespass, uh, are they free and clear to do whatever they want? That's what that, this castle doctrine, the standard ground laws, all in that same, uh, almost same channel. Hmm. And that's what's incredible. And now those, that couple, who, by the way, are lawyers who are representing people who have been victims of police brutality. Is so that talk right? About irony. Talk about irony, yeah. So the guy comes out with an AR and his wife comes out who didn't look like she knew how to use a pistol. No, she They broke a metal gate at the front of this private entrance, went in there with evil intent. They didn't go in there to protest. Those people weren't the mayor. They're supposedly protesting against the mayor of St. Louis. This is why nothing makes sense. That's why I have to ask lawyers. Those people have a right. They didn't fire any shots. They just told those people to get the hell off their property. That's their right. It was a private drive with a gate that they broke through to go in, and there the Washington Post is writing stories calling those people terrorists, for God's sake, saying that those people had a right to break into their private property and go and threaten the house with destruction. A private property. It's insane. I think we, uh, we can rest assured that they're not going to be invited to Harry's birthday party tonight. Well, they can come to my house. The guy brings the AR. I mean, well, we bring got the problem, AR. Yeah. we got problems coming to my house. I want some heavily armed security here, just like our city council and our mayor has 
Why can't I have the great security that these politicians have who are running and hiding from people who hate them? Nobody hates me. I don't even need security. I'm my own. I got Harry here. I got Robin. Right. I got Ryan Rothstein. Even Joe C. We have He's three ready to, killer cats. We have three killer cats who will attack <laughs> on command, Harry. Hey, Dan, <laughs> how, how is the NFL planning for fans in the stands when none of these other leagues are? I'm, you know, I'm very fascinated by this. I mean, the report this past week that the NFL is trying to limit the amount of fans in the stands, that you know, they're going to allow 75% capacity, and then there's really a whole host of legal issues as to who gets the tickets and who's not, who's prioritized. That could lead to a separate lawsuit, separate and aside from these ticket lawsuits. But I think kind of just on this political landscape, I mean, you can have your opinions about Trump, about Fauci, um, but Fauci's been very clear that there should not be a situation where sports return uh, outside of a bubble scenario. Uh, and that's what the NFL, Dr. Alan Sills, the chief medical officer, has said that they plan to do. So I kind of alluded to it at the top. But, you know, the obligation in the law for these leagues, these venues, is not to provide the safest possible setting. That's, that's not what the law says. The law says you have to take reasonable measures to provide a safe place to watch a game. So the NBA is what, you know, I'll say, I think the NBA is going above and beyond, which is fantastic, right? They're having these titanium rings, these oximeters, you know, good for the NBA, but it's not the standard that you have to be perfect and do everything and, and make sure that there are no injuries whatsoever, just to be reasonable. So for the NFL, when it comes to fans, when it comes to players, they just have to do what is kind of reasonably safe under, under the circumstances. And again, guys, across the country, uh, sorry, across the world, there are no bubbles, right? There are empty stadiums. Uh, sorry, there's, there's you know, players playing in stadiums. There are fans in the stadiums. So the NFL is going to have, you know, to try to prove to a jury at some point why they are not doing what their domestic peers are doing. But I think, still think they have a, a solid argument. No one has kind of said you actually need a bubble no matter what because we're seeing, you know, English Premier League, Bundesliga, you know, those guys are playing, right, and there's no lawsuits. There's no, no, nothing like that. So I think it's just important to know just because the NFL might be doing less from a safety procedure than the NBA might be just a little different, um, doesn't mean that that's per se liable where the NFL is going to get hit with some monster lawsuit. The NFL has the ability to just say, hey, we're going you know, to, to what we need to, to the reasonable limits of safety and precaution. We're testing every day. Just because we don't have you in a bubble in the middle of Orlando uh, doesn't mean we're not being safe. And, yeah, and you're right. The biggest problem with the NFL versus these other sports is not just they're not in a bubble, is that there's like 60, 70 people who have to go home every day to their families and then come back and go to work the next day. And that's, that's probably the biggest concern because, you're, you know, even though the contact tracing thing is one big scam, there's no way they could ever do it because people are refusing to answer their phones when they're getting phone calls. So I don't know how that's going to work, and I don't know how much money we're going to waste with tax dollars to fund that stuff. That's been an absolute boondoggle, and I can't believe they're even trying it in this day and age where people don't want their privacy infringed upon. The great Dan Lust, L-U-S-T, Lust, Esquire, and not one Kendra Lust mentioned nope. in this show, well, except right except there. Except right now, yeah. Dan. And at, follow him on at Sports Law Lust. Sports great follow. Law yes. Lust. Beautiful, man. Dan, thank always you Always a pleasure, guys. And Thanks, thank Dan. you for always clearing up this Kendra issue. I super appreciate it. <laughs> you, know, as you know, there's a lot of new listeners all the time. You never know. I want people to understand. We had, you know, we had a guy named uh, Newton on from Carolina. I don't want to be confused with Cam Newton. It was David Newton. Right. So there's that confusion factor, which we try to avoid. Well, I'll give you an update if anything changes on the Kendra front. <laughs> Absolutely. Harry will be, uh, Harry will be locked in. Thank you, Dad. 215-462-TONY is the phone number. Anything you want to talk about? Cam Newton, baseball, the decision. No, I don't want to talk about that. And our final hour is going to be guest-free, so we will have a lot of opportunity for phone calls. Heavy phones, huh? Great time to get in. Well, then maybe have a ceremonial Harry Mays birthday bash in the uh, final hour. Hmm. You know, that we'll, we'll, might be able to be arranged. It's not Friday yet, but this whole week to me feels like a holiday. Let's just drink every day on the show. It always makes for quality entertainment. Yes, it does. <laughs> At an affordable price. We're coming right back. This is the Dan Patrick Show. The anthem wasn't a big deal. And then all of a sudden it became, it was a showcase because somebody was going to sing it. Or you'd have the flyover, we'd be able to show off the military. I don't remember when I was growing up that the anthem was a big deal. Where I'd go, uh, oh, this is a big ceremony here. But that was when I was younger. But now it is a big deal. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app.
Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe you could get Jeff Probst to host Fight Island. I like it. Logistics aside, you have to admit it sounds pretty cool. It makes the NBA going off to Orlando seem kind of lame. And then you have Major League Baseball. Here you have UFC. They're going to take over an island. Major League Baseball, I don't know where we are. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. Hey folks, this is Tony Bruno, and you can now hear my show weekdays on Sirius XM Channel 211. You know me, I've been around forever, and I'm an essential service, along with my man Harry Mays, where we talk about sports, right, Harry? Yes, and even outside the world of sports, which unfortunately is the world we're living in right now, Tony. But we have fun doing it every day. So tune in for the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays, weekday afternoons, 3 p.m. on Dan Patrick Radio 211, and listen at home with Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however you stream in your house. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into ghost sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. Hey, it's Tony Bruno and Harry Mays. Join us Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A little sad today. It's Harry's birthday, so we're happy. Harry, what are you going to do for your birthday later on? Big 5-5. Uh, same thing I do uh, every Monday. What's that? Go home and eat dinner and probably, maybe. No birthday cake? No. no. Uh, no birthday sex or uh, maybe. Just curious, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just another day. Yeah. It is just not one fifty-five. That's a big one, Harry. Yeah, is that a big one? Yeah. Once I thought you hit fifty, was a 50 big one. Fifty's a big one. Then every year is a big one. Once you hit fifty. Yeah. Really? Then fifty-five, and then sixty, and sixty-five. Mm-hmm. You certainly didn't act like my birthday was really big when I. When you hit fifty? No, fifty-one. You were like you 51, forgot. Fifty-one. No, no you don't. You celebrate those, but fifty. There are milestones. Yeah. Fifty's a milestone. Milestone, right? Fifty-five. I had a surprise per, uh, party at fifty. So did I. Yeah, yeah. He forgot my birthday at fifty. Jeez. Wow. <sighs> yeah, but I remembered yours at forty, though. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's that age, Harry. Yeah. Forty, divorced or separated. 
very active. 215-462-TONY. <laughs> That's 215-462-8669. Now, will you drive over 55 so you can really feel risky tonight? Harry? Yes, I like always. you get on the freeway and you're going to go over 55, mm-hmm. they give you that five-mile-an-hour leeway. Well, with COVID traffic, I can basically do 80 <laughs> all the way home. I thought you said the traffic was getting uh, Now, on the way around. home, it's nothing. Oh, on the way man. in, it's, uh. it sucks. It sucks is yeah. right. Meanwhile... Let's get it back to the update desk here, Harry. And we got to do the uh, we got to do the rest in peace to Benny Mardonis. All right. Benny Mardonis again. He was pretty much a one hit wonder, but the guy had an unbelievable music career. Mm-hmm. And the song "Into the Night" we used on "Into the Night," the show when we started in California. Robin and I we came up with a name "Into the Night" with Tony Bruno. Now, what network was that on? Did, where did that, that start? That was actually a show that was put together by a content factory. Okay. Which hired Dan Patrick right. and then hired me. Dan was doing the morning show and I was doing the night show. And then it was later bought out by DirecTV. And so we worked for Content Factory, DirecTV, and then Fox Sports Radio picked it up mm-hmm. and put it on its platform of all the syndicated shows. So we did the show in the same studio where I started Fox Sports Radio, right there at Sepulveda and Ventura in Sherman Oaks, California. Mm-hmm. And we'd go in there at night and then we'd get all kinds of people coming in. And so Benny Mardonis, I don't know how he found out. But somebody told him that we were using Into the Night and calling the show. Correct. And anything that had Into the Night in it. There's a lot of songs that have Into the Night in it. And then there was the Joe Buck call in the NLCS. Matt Stairs. Matt Stairs hit the bomb into the upper deck in Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, that one's deep into the night. And so anything that had Into the Night into it, we would play. So Benny Mardonis comes into the studio and we had a great time with him. We don't have the tape. Even Jim from Cheltenham know, doesn't have checked. the tape. Can really? You, can you believe yes. it? I know. He checked. He double-checked. I gave him the date. And he's like, wow, I don't have it. Well, his real name was Ruben Armand Mardonis. Mm-hmm. He's from New York, was mm-hmm. from New York. And he passed away at the age of 73, going through Parkinson's disease. And, you know, when you see people getting up into their 70s and they, the effects of Parkinson wear you down. And if you've known anybody who's had Parkinson's disease, you can see it. It starts taking you apart, and then sooner or later, you know, you lose the will to fight, and you pass away. So Benny Mardonis passed away last night, and it's, it's still one of my favorite songs, not just because the name of the show is Into the Night, which, by the way, our nighttime show on SB Nation Radio is a reincarnation mm-hmm. of Into the Night. Correct. It's called Into the Night. We brought it back. Let's give just a taste, because I, I, can, I can play just a taste of this. Uh, for, for those of you second. who don't know or don't remember which song we're talking about, It's one of those great late night songs. Sitting around, hear the piano, and then you're thinking, it's very 80s. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I should have the sticks out there. Wait, so is it for a couple skate then? Uh, is this what you'd be putting on for the couple skate? Of the course. Rake? Yeah, of course. Now, you couldn't write this song now. No, no. no I mean, there's no way. Now, back in the day, the, the, all the 16 songs were made. Mm-hmm. Remember, you're 16. Oh, you're yeah. Beautiful in your mind. She was only 16. Just think of all those classic songs from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. We're all about 16-year-old girls. Yeah. And you know what they say, Harry? <laughs> no, they don't. No. Not anymore. No, they they used to say that. They used to. Yeah. That's the problem. So rest in peace, Benny. That's still a great, great song. It mm-hmm. just sounds good. You know a lot of those songs from the 80s, they yeah. weren't big. That was a big hit, though. Did that have saxophone in it at some point? Is there a, a little saxophone. That song a was sax- a hit twice because it was a hit at the beginning of the decade and then again, at the, back again. at the end of the decade. Really? Exactly yeah. Right. So what did they, why did they re-bring, bring it back? Was it in a soundtrack of a movie or something? I forget. Uh, I forget. And we exactly. interviewed him and... Uh, yeah. I um, wish we had the tape. Aware of the now segment, uh, spurred LADJ Scott Shannon to add this song to his playlist. Mm. Okay, and then that brought you know made it a hit song all over again. Yeah. Uh oh. Yep. What just fell down, Joe? Did Joe you break your phone? No, no. I'd knock over home with your flash drives. Oh, now, all the flash inter- drives are down. Interestingly enough, uh, Tony, um, about a year after he came in studio with you. Uh, he was. He did an interview on song, with a, a writer from songfacts.com. And what was the writer's name? Carl, Carl Weiser. Carl Weiser. 
And this guy, Carl Weiser, interviewed a lot of songwriters because Benny Mardonis right. write a, wrote a lot of song, and that one obviously uh, Into the Night was yeah, his he biggest, actually, biggest He wrote hit. more songs and commercials that other people recorded than he did himself. This was one of his biggest hits that he sang and wrote himself, but um, other people did more. But um, Here's the so, question so he was asked. Here's the question. It says, uh, the song facts uh, Carl asked him. Really, Benny, other people didn't know much about you so much, but we did. And that's the way central New York was. People thought we were crazy to live in this place where you might get 36 inches of snow in the course of a couple days. Benny replied saying, well, you know, I did the Tony Bruno show, the sports show, into the night. The first thing he said was, okay, what's the story with central New York? What's going on, he says. You need security to walk around up there, yet you walk down the street in L.A. and nobody knows who you are. What is going on in New York? And I replied, it's a long, long story, Tony. And so, so that's we had a great conversation. Yeah. It was a lot of fun having him in studio. And then we sang the song live, like I did with Glenn Campbell when we had in, mm. yeah. in, in studio. But at least I have a tape of that, thanks to Jim. I do not have the Benny Mardonis interview. I've got to give myself. Jim missed that show. I know. Very unusual for him. Yeah, in 1980, it hit number 11 in the U.S. charts. And then, as Joe C. mentioned, it was redone, re-released in 89 and went up to number 20. Exactly. It's a good job. That's a great song, and we will miss our buddy. We, we always have him, and that's the great thing. When you have a monster hit, mm -hmm. or you did a movie, or you did something, you know, people won't remember me because I don't have any tapes of myself. Pretty much everybody in radio now, it's funny how when you watch TV, somebody could pull an interview from 20 years ago and have video. Right. I can't find any of the stuff I did. My interviews well, with presidents, all these great interviews I've had. Joe C's going to have to open up a, an audio museum. Well, that's just the point. outtake museum, right? That'll be the only thing that'll the be left of The outtakes are the gold, really, though. Yeah, exactly. You know, That's like turning Joe, garbage yeah. into gold. Joe C. can do that and combine with Jim from Cheltenham. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> they would have Mine would be the Too Hot for TV edition. Yeah, exactly so. exactly yes. right. NSFW yeah. edition. <laughs> yes. Yeah, not Joe NSFB. C's, Joe not MFSB. Is the Into the Night edition. <laughs> and then there's the other daytime. That'll be the only thing I'll be remembered Mine's by. Mine's a late-night show. You know, yes. Adults only. We're working blue here. Yep. Exactly. That's usually on any time we record something. There's always quality content. Well, especially on Fridays mm -hmm. when we've had... We've had a happy hour. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. So, Harry, what do you want, what do you want to pour in our final hour today? Because we've got to do a birthday pour, Harry. It's it Monday, though. Special. I, t I typically take off on Mondays. No, come on, Harry. It's your birthday, man. Yeah. It's Should, big 5-5. Five five. Is, is, is it like it's a Hennessy? Or? No. No, 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 it's hard stuff. No. we still got plenty of vodka, Harry. Yeah, vodka isn't hard stuff. No, that's not vodka, hard vodka stuff. Water. No. <laughs> it's filtered water. That's a T-shirt. Yeah, vodka isn't hard stuff. Yeah, there's another one. It's just filtered water. Filtered water. It's just filtered water. Seven times distilled. <laughs> right. It may be filtered water, right. but it's seven times distilled. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. Nobody says double nickel. Do the truckers still say double nickel when they're driving? Do they still hey, use CB radios? Uh, of course they do. They do? Yeah. They can't say things like 10-4, good buddy, because that doesn't mean what it used to mean. You mm -hmm. know, there's a whole day. All the things that all truckers the lingo? used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's now all been upgraded. Like sort a smoky? Like, like, yeah, like the urban uh, dictionary version. It's the trucker dictionary version. Mm. Now, CPKSP says, will two-sip Robin be making another appearance? <laughs> 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 yeah. Robin it was got three. Some, so, three Robin, yes, I, I bought some more uh, low-alcohol beer. Mm -hmm. And there's a Yingling one now. It's called Yingling Flight. Mm. And it's also super low car. Oh, yeah. I saw so the billboard. Pretty, there's a billboard on yeah, this. Yeah, so I bought physical. a 12-pack of that. And then Robin had to go find, like, the super expensive beer, a four-pack of what's it called? Um, it's... Um, Almagang or uh, something? No, it's not the Almagang. Allagash. Allagash. Oh, Allagash. Yeah, yeah. Four-pack of Allagash, $20 mm -hmm. for four bottles of beer. Five bucks a pop. And that's retail. But it's that's also low-carb. Mm. But it has flavor. It actually tastes like something. Low-carb, high-cost. <laughs> Mine is low-carb. Low cost. It's an outrage. That's what happens. We're coming back. Big phones coming up in the final hour. So stick around. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. You call. We talk. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.